Now, Time for Mind Matters with Dr. George Karam on Sunny Side Up. Hi, this is Dr. George Karam from Iraq and welcome to Mind Matters. Today, we're going to talk about ADHD or Attention Deficit and Hyperactivity Disorder. ADHD is one of the most common neurodevelopmental disorders of childhood. It is usually first diagnosed in childhood and often lasts into adulthood. Now, children with ADHD may have trouble paying attention, controlling impulsive behavior, so they may act you know, without thinking and without thinking what the result would be, or they can be overly active. Now, it is normal for children to have trouble focusing and behaving at one time or the other. However, children with ADHD do not just grow out of these behaviors. These symptoms continue, can be severe, and can cause difficulty at school, at home, or with friends. And a child with ADHD may daydream a lot. They can forget or lose their things a lot. They can squirm or be fidgety, so high scene. They can talk too much, make careless mistakes or take unnecessary risks, have a hard time resisting temptation, have trouble taking turns, and have difficulty getting along with others. So these symptoms can really be very bothersome to the child himself or herself uh, because they cannot focus in school, because they cannot make friends. And uh, we know that children that have ADHD, usually other kids do not like to work with them or to play with them, and they end up being isolated. And that's why it is important to recognize if if your child has ADHD to seek uh, help for it. Now, the causes and risk factors for ADHD are unknown, but current research shows that there is a genetic component and it plays really an important role. And that's why we frequently see in our clinics uh, people that have ADHD, usually they had a father or a mother or an uncle that had ADHD. And we also see, interestingly, when a child comes you know, for evaluation for the ADHD, Uh, the father would say that he reminds me of myself and that's how I was as a child. So probably the father had ADHD and it was not recognized when he was younger. Now research does not support the the popular belief that ADHD is caused by eating too much sugar, watching too much TV, or parenting uh, skills. So ADHD is really a biological disorder that has a genetic component and probably the external factors do not have a big role to play. Now, in terms of diagnosing, it's uh, to decide if a child has ADHD or not, it takes several steps. And there's no single test to diagnose ADHD and many other problems that a child might have, like anxiety, depression, sleep problems, uh, can act as ADHD. And in order to diagnose ADHD, we usually rely on a checklist of rating for the symptoms. And we usually take information from the parents, obviously, from teachers, it's very important, and sometimes from the child himself or herself, especially if they're a little bit older. In terms of treatment, children with ADHD younger than six years of age, uh, it is recommended to provide behavioral training for the parents in order to teach them on how to manage the symptoms of ADHD. We usually do not start with medications be- for children below the age of six. Now for children age six and older, also we do recommend behavioral therapy uh, along with parent training. But you know, here we start also using medications because school becomes more demanding and the child needs to focus better and do well. 
And speaking of medications, uh, medications can really help people or children that have ADHD and they will help them in their everyday life focus better and be in better control of their behavior. And we do have two kinds of medications. We have the stimulants, which are the best known and most widely used for ADHD. And around 70 to 80% of children will respond nicely to stimulants. The second class is called non-stimulants, and these are not as strong as the stimulants. However, the advantage of them is that uh, they can last 24 hours, so we don't have to give multiple pills per day, and they have a little bit less side effects compared to the stimulants. And both medications are available in Lebanon. Now, it is interesting, and I'd already mentioned that before, is that uh, adults will have also ADHD. And in fact, we know now that children with ADHD, around one third of them will continue on having the symptoms when they become adults. And if an adult comes to the office and he's diagnosed with ADHD, usually psychotherapy, education, training and medications are combined at the same time. And I would like to conclude the second half with some tips to parents. The following are suggestions that may help your child's behavior. Number one, create a routine. Try to follow the same schedule every day from wake up time to bedtime. Number two, get organized. Encourage your child to put school bags, clothing and toys in the same place every day so that they will have less likely the chance of losing them. Number three, manage distractions. So turn off the TV, limit noise and provide a clean workspace when your child is doing homework. So children with ADHD learn well if they are moving or listening to background music. So watch your child and see what works for them. Another tip would be limit choices. So to help your child not feel overwhelmed or overstimulated, offer choices with only a few options. For example, have them choose between this outfit or that one, between this meal or the other. Do not give them too many choices. Also another tip would be to be clear and specific when you talk with your child. Let your child know that you are listening by describing what you heard them say. Use clear, brief directions when they need to do something. Also, you can help your child plan, so break down complicated tasks into smaller, shorter steps. For long tasks, starting early and taking breaks may help limit stress. Another tip would be use goal, goals and praises or other rewards. So use a chart, for example, to list positive behavior and let your child know when they're having a good behavior and you can reward them. But please keep in mind to be realistic with your goals. Even small steps are important and it will be important and helpful to praise your child. Another one would be to discipline effectively. So instead of yelling, spanking or shouting at your child that has ADHD, use effective directions, timeouts or removal of privileges as consequences of inappropriate behavior. And the last step would be to create uh, positive opportunities. So children with ADHD may find certain situations stressful. Finding out and encouraging what your child does well, whether it's in school, sports, art, music, whatever it is, can help them create positive experience and really stimulate them in doing so. And with that, I would like to thank you for tuning in and I encourage you to visit IDRAC, I-D-R-A-A-C, on social media where daily facts, tips and techniques are shared. You can listen to this episode as well as all previous episodes on all our podcast platforms. 
If you have any questions that you'd like me to address, please WhatsApp us at 78905888. And don't forget to tune in every Tuesday and Friday at the same time to learn more about mental health. And always remember, there is no health without mental health. That was Mind Matters with George.